What's up, y'all? Should go Asher on I Feel As Though podcast. And um, I really want to first and foremost thank everybody that tuned in to my last episode. Um, it meant a lot to see people posted and, you know, people just, you know, encouraging me and people wanting to actually come on. I really appreciate it. Y'all don't understand. Y'all really don't understand because, um, like I said previously, I've been wanting to do this for a long, long time. And I feel like I, you know, everything was right for me and I'm getting my stuff together. So the timing for it was really well. So I thank everybody for that. Um, and I also want to say to, you know, um, you know, the, the topic that, you know, where I was, what I was going to do, where I, where I was going to go with, you know, the episodes, I was going to talk a little bit more about, you know, relationships because, um, this conversation had kind of sparked for me, I think it was like last week and I wanted to talk about it, but the death of young Dolph, rest in peace to that man. Um, it kind of made me think about, I don't know why, but it really kind of made me think about, um, mental health and specifically, black men um I wanted to talk about you know the black you know community mental health and stuff like that but I really you know strongly kind of feel I wanted to make this you know for all my black men out there so you know it's for y'all I you know I dedicate I guess (laughs) like like I'm making a song or something but um this is for y'all this podcast this episode is for y'all um this is the only time you're going to hear me speak. I'm, I'm joking. But, um, yes, I'm joking. I love, let me, let me just, let me just, you know, before people be like, Ash, you know, that. no, I love black men. That's one thing, you know, I love y'all. I love y'all. If anybody don't tell y'all, I love y'all. Y'all look beautiful. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Oh my God. I love black men. I love y'all. All right. So, you know, I want to touch bases on first with just saying, you know, and I'm going to keep on reiterating it, I feel like, throughout this whole podcast, but um, I want every Black man to know that's listening that, you know, I hear you, other people hear you, you know what I'm saying? It is okay to go and get help, seek help. It is okay to cry. It is okay to feel mad sometimes. It is okay to express your emotion. It is okay you know what I'm saying? A lot of black boys and then, you know, that grow up to be black men, they never fully got to, you know, express how they felt when they were a kid because y'all always heard, you know, you know, you got to be a man, you got to do this. And you a boy, you were, you a five-year-old, you know what I'm saying? So I hear you. I'm listening. I know other people out there listening, other black women are listening we understand you. Some things, you know, we might not understand, but most things we gonna understand. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I know for me specifically, I feel like, and I always try to tell people, you know, this is a, a judge free zone. And one thing about anybody that knows me that they can come and talk to me about anything. So if you listening and I know you, if I don't even know you and you want to talk about something, you can always come to me and talk about it. We can, we can work through it. So, um, the first thing that I want to touch bases on is, um, suicide rates that I've seen, you know, I wanted, when I, when I came across this topic, where this topic came across my mind, I kind of wanted to see the statistics on it. And, um, it didn't really give me, you know, I wanted to get like 2020, but it didn't really give me, it gave me like 2019 when I was looking, unless I wasn't looking hard enough. I'm sorry, y'all. But what really surprised me was that there was an 
80% increase of um, suicide rates since 1991 in adolescent black men. And that really scared me because, you know, so, you know, I'm going to be very vulnerable right now. Um, I've thought, I've thought about suicide. I have, and I really thank God for God for one. And for me, you know, I feel like growing up when I was younger and the, you know, other black people can relate possibly. Um, but for me growing up, I felt like I didn't have a voice. You know what I'm saying? Growing up in a black household, we were always taught to, you know, um, speak when spoken to, you know, children, you're supposed to stay in the child's place and stuff like that. So, and I felt like, you know, anytime I tried to speak, it would be shot down. So I would keep my mouth shut about a lot of things. And I would just feel sad a lot of the times because I felt like I wasn't understood in my own household. And then I would go out in the regular world when I was, you know, a kid and I felt like I wasn't understood out there. So it was kind of like, I'm fighting to, you know, be accepted in my house and I'm fighting to be accepted, you know, in the outside world. And neither are really to me, because I know my parents love me dearly. That's, that's the side note. My parents love me dearly. I know that. But, you know, I just felt like, you know, that's what it was. And I, like I said, I really thank God for God. <laughs> if that makes sense. But, you know, you know, I really contemplated, you know, committing suicide. I've thought about it. I've, you know, um, you know, did things that, you know, teens that were mentally, you know, you, you know, you hear about all the stories and stuff, you know, what I'm getting to, but, um, you know, I feel like in our community, like I said before, a lot of, you know, black boys are usually shot down and, you know, they are never able to fully express their emotions and what causes, you know, stuff like this suicide, you know, I have, I have a young black brother and, you know, when, he was getting, you know, he's 15, I think 15 or 16, he old, getting old, but, you know, I, you know, had to really catch myself because I would treat him, I would treat him different, and I really had to look, take a step back and realize, you know, the damage that I'm doing now, it might not show, but it's going to show later on when he gets older, and, you know, I was telling my parents or my mom really, that, you know, I see him, my brother, he's very, he's very timid, you know, it's hard for him, anytime he, his emotion, or he's angry, you know what I'm saying, and when he's crying, it's because he, it's built up, and it's just, you know, he can't, and I feel like, you know, thank God my mom has never told my brother to be a man, or nothing like that, but he's able to cry, and that's, I feel like that's fairly, that's good, but, you know, there are certain things that I know that he's dealing with as a, you know, a young black boy, Grown matter of fact, me it's me, my sister, and him. So, you know, he's looking at certain things differently. And um, I really, you know, praise, you know, my parents for, you know, or my mom really. My dad too, but my mom, she's 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 really strong on black black anything. She was like, You're going to HBCU, da da da. So black men, she's 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 building up this black boy to be become a black man. And I really, you know give her a hand clap because a lot of a lot of mothers went and stuff that I hear is basically like a lot of black mothers look at their black sons and always think you know they got to be the man of the house especially when when it's a single when it's a single mom you know I've seen posts like my baby is my king my baby that's a real man and the baby is three months old your baby your black baby is not a man it's a boy it's a baby little boy (laughs) so 
like I said before with my brother, I really thank my mom for how she's raising him to, you know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to, you know, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's very important. And I feel like, or, you know, a lot of, like I said before, a lot of black boys don't have that voice. So it's like, if I don't have that voice and then, and then the streets are telling me I got to be a man and the streets are telling me I got to do this and the streets are telling me I got to do that. I feel like it's a, it's a everyday, you know, battle for them. And that's how I look at it with these suicide rates. And I think it's crazy because we got to, you know, as a whole community, really, I feel like we got to do better, you know, as, as a black woman that is going to be raising a black son later on, you know, later on, way later on, um, I want to be able to make sure that my son feels like he can come and talk to me about anything and everything. I will never shoot him down about his emotions. I'll never call him, you know, a sissy. I'll never call, you got to be a man. That, that's what your father is there for. Your father is there to be a man so that you will never have to be a man. And, you know, while you're, you know, a kid. Um, And that's why we got to, another topic too, but that's why we got to pick good people to have kids with. But that's another topic for a different day. Um, I saw this, you know, this, not a quote, but it was kind of like a title of something. And it basically said, um, you know, black men are being treated as stronger and older, but they don't have people to talk to about vulnerability. And this is one thing that I'm so, I'm so strong. I feel so strong about this because I know in relationships that I've had, um, I've always, you know, for me, it's hard to be vulnerable and I've made excuses in my past, but now that I'm older and I'm, like I said, I'm 21, um, I'm, I'm learning to be more vulnerable with the people that I want to be with being friends or relationships, you know what I'm saying? And one thing that people that I've, you know, dated black men that I've dated, they were, it was hard for them to be vulnerable with me. And I do blame myself on that because I feel like I really didn't give a, a really good opportunity for them to be vulnerable to me. So it was kind of hard, I guess, for some of them. Um, I know for my last, um, it was hard for him to be vulnerable to me. And I feel like that, you know, caused roadblocks in our relationship because I never really knew about him because you know, it was hard for him to tear down those walls and, you know, just be able to cry and stuff like that. Um, and I really feel like in relationships, it's very, very important to be vulnerable, but we're going to get to that. Um, but what I also noticed too, is that, um, in movies and shows, um, it depicts, you know, black men and boys as convicts, jailbirds, and other things, and never really gives them um, inside look at how the black man is a family man, you know, showing his nurturing side and um, all this other stuff. And if it does, it's always a plot twist to that story. And I feel like with black men, y'all are protectors y'all are lovers y'all are providers and y'all need to be loved on and y'all need to be protected so it does not help that you're you know trying to work on yourself mentally and then you got to go and turn on the tv and you have sitcoms and and all these other movies and stuff like that depicting you to be this bad person you know what I'm saying and it's sad because you know you want to be taken care of in home but when you're not taken care of in home and you got to go out 
and you got to see, you know, how people think of you and stuff like that. It's like, dang, I can't catch a break. You know what I'm saying? And it's even for black women too. Like we're depicted as loud, ghetto and all of this. And then we go in home and you have, you know, black men calling you the same thing. But that's another type of a different day. <laughs> but, you know, all together, you know, we got to, even even with that being said, um, all together, like I said, we just got to uplift each other. You know what I'm saying? You know, I feel like we can't, we can't be calling each other all these things and stuff like that and then expect the outside world to love us. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we got to love ourselves. And even if they, even if they don't accept us, we got to, we got to have that, you know, we got to love each other. So the wall can be so thick that we don't even see the hate that anybody else is throwing at our way in our, you know, outside of our community. Um, and another thing, or what I was saying before was, you know, about the black boys needing to be treated like boys and needed to be given an opportunity to speak about their feelings and emotions and not be treated differently when they open up you know, about emotional things and stuff like that. And and I feel like, not even, I feel like I believe, I know that if you don't express, you know, if you don't let your sons or whatever, if you don't let your sons express how they feel and that was going to bleed over into a relationship with whoever they get, you know, into a relationship with, and it'll be hard for them to open up to their significant other. Um, and, you know, as, a, as women dealing with black men and you know their trauma we have to understand to not provoke them and make them feel like they are less than a man um you know a lot of women and it's not even just black women but a lot of us we're strong we're very strong-minded we're strong willed we want it this way we want it that way but you also have to let the man be the man and we can't always be the man in the relationship like I know for me in past relationships, I always kind of carried that role to be the strong one, you know what I'm saying? But I also feel like, too, if I'm not how I work when, with relationships, how I work, if I don't feel protected, then I got to be the one that got to, you know, build up that, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, a lot of cer certain men have not been taught how to protect a woman you know what I'm saying even with with black men I know my mom when she's teaching my brother she tells him you know you know open the door you got to do this you got to do that you know little stuff so that when he gets older that he can use it on his you know wife girlfriend or whatever and I feel like a lot of men haven't been taught like not that that's open doors can protect your woman but it creates some type of like okay he's the man like I feel you know I, I don't know it's, it's something about that but you know a lot of people don't teach you know, our boys to do certain things so that when they get older, you know, their woman can be protected or feel protected or whatever. But again, that's another topic for a different day. But, um, you know, just teach, like, again, just teach your, just teach our sons, you know, the, the next generation of black boys that they are, you can be as emotional as you want to be. I'm not going to call you gay. I'm not going to call you a punk I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discredit or try to you know do any of that you know um and I think I I, I don't know if I did dabble in what I'm about to say at the last episode but one of the things too that um I feel like black men have a hard time 
dealing with is trauma. Um, you know, I've noticed that, you know, a lot of men, black men have been raped at a young age and it's kind of like praised, you know, 12 year old messing with a 17 year old, like that's kind of praised. Like I got my man. No, you know, a lot of, a lot of, and I've noticed that a lot of black men don't want to deal with that trauma. A lot of black men don't want to deal with other traumas. And then when they come into a relationship, it's kind of hard for them to, you know, excel in the relationship because they got baggage that they don't want to let that they, not that they don't want to let go, but I feel like y'all don't have a way to, y'all don't know, you know, if you're going to be accepted or after you air this out, you know, air your business out or, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like when you're dealing with somebody with trauma, it's just hard, especially, like I said, black man, I'm not a black man, but I can, you know, I can only imagine because I've dealt with things and I feel like it's kind of the same with both men and women with trauma, but I feel like it's a little bit easier for women to open up to it. But for men, black men, it's harder for them to accept it and open up and, you know, let all that stuff down, let the walls down. And, you know, it's okay. It's okay to explain your trauma. I know for me, anybody that I'm dating, I want to know everything about you. I want to know what makes you, you. I want to know the things that have broke you down. And one thing that a lot of people probably do too, is that when somebody opens up to them, they tend to use those things against them. Like, oh, you ain't nothing. You got da-da-da when you was a kid da-da, and throw it back at them. And I feel like that is dead wrong. And when you get into a relationship with somebody and they do that, leave them automatically. You know, a lot of people stay because, you know, that's all they dealt with when they were a kid was, was drama and abuse, verbal abuse. So it's kind of like they're used to it. But if you can, if you tell somebody, you know, your trauma and you tell them what you went through and they throw it back at you, please leave. Um, that is not love. That's not a healthy relationship. That's nothing. Leave. And I want to say to, you know, black people collectively, like, man, it's okay to go seek therapy. I don't know what it is. Sometimes some black people like therapy. I don't need therapy. I'm not crazy. No. If you don't want to talk to anybody else, you know, I always tell you, if you don't want to talk to me, go see a doctor. You know, I really feel like it's very important to do that. You know, I even once thought about seeking therapy for things that happened to me, but I was able to express you know, the trauma to the people that did it to me. And it was like, you know, wow, like I felt better. And I was comfortable enough. I got to a place where I was like, you know, I don't want to carry this around. I don't want to carry this baggage. I don't want to carry this hurt. So I was able to, you know, air it out basically and let, let it go. Um, but, you know, for some people it's harder. So, and I like, I feel like for me, I don't know if it, you know, for anybody else that sees it, but I feel like when you mention a therapist in our within our community, everybody like a therapist, what you need to go see a therapist for? Like, you crazy? So it is okay to, you know, go seek therapy. It's very important to air your stuff out and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody tell you, oh yeah, you going no, don't make it a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? If you can't if you can't tell somebody, if you can't, you know, confide in your significant other, you feel like go see a therapist and, you know, let them work through that with you. Because I feel like we have a lot of hurt, you know, black men, y'all have a lot of hurt sometimes. And it's okay. It's okay to admit that 
but when you admit it, you know, go, go, go talk to somebody about it and make sure that you can confide in them and you can trust them and that they are able to not flip the script on you and just let you talk and breathe. Um, and you know, I'm gonna say it again. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. And, (laughs) um, which is y'all are loved. Y'all are, y'all are able to, y'all are just able to do anything. I'm sorry. My phone just went off, (laughs) but y'all are able to do anything. And I really, you know, just want to let every black man know that's listening that you can, you, it's for you, you are the best thing walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let anybody tell you any different. You are the best thing walking. Make sure that you take care of in-house first to make sure that you take care of yourself and your mind and your spirit and your body, because those are very, those are, those are very important. And don't let this world, the, the, the white folk, the media, don't let anybody sit there and tell you who they think you are. You know who you are and walk in that. And that's it. Um, I really thank, thank everybody for tuning in. I feel like this episode was a little more emotional, but um, I just really thank everybody for listening. I hope you liked it. I hope you, you know, felt something in it. Um, you know, I just, yeah, I just thank everybody for listening, tuning in. Um, this is my second episode. I'm really excited for this. I'm really excited to carry this podcast and it will go far. On the next episode, I'm telling y'all right now, we have a special guest. We have a special guest and I'm so excited for her to come on. I really am because she's going to speak some wisdom and she's going to shut things down. But yes, thank y'all for tuning in. I'm Asher and this is I Feel As Though Podcast.